Hi, I'm Sarah Chia from Bond Supermart. Welcome to another episode of our podcast series where we share with you about newborn issues and hold discussions on a fixed income market. Today, we're going to do something a little different. Uh, we caught up with the team at Azalea Investment Management a while back, and we invited them onto our podcast to share with us about their wildly popular series of Astro Bonds. Um, they're very unique in the sense that they are based on a private equity bond structure. In fact, Azalea is actually the first in Singapore to make these bonds available to retail investors, meaning that your mom and pop investors are able to subscribe to and trade in these PE bonds. So we're very lucky to have Lim Junjie, Associate Director at Azalea Investment Management, join us today to share more. Hi, Sarah, and everybody who's listening to this podcast. Thank you for inviting me, firstly, to this podcast series. I am uh, in the investor relations team at Azalea. So what I do, I work on things like marketing strategies and investor relations, including engaging investors and investor education. So can you tell me more about Azalea Investment Management and the Asher Bonds? Because our listeners right now might be wondering what the link here is. Could you fill them in? Sure, sure. Um, well, at Azalea, our focus is on financial inclusion. You see, private assets has never been accessible. It, it's, it has never been an accessible asset class. And Azalea is looking to change that. And we are starting with private equity. We are the private equity fund manager that developed the Astra PE bond. So since 2006, there have been five series of Astra products to date, with the latest being Astra 5, which was launched in 2019. The, and the latest two Astra series, Astra 4 and 5, they offered the most senior tranche of PE bonds to retail investors in Singapore. It is our intention to issue more Astras on a regular basis. So besides the Astra PE bonds, we also have an equity product called Altrum, which is a private equity fund of funds. This is available only to accredited investors as it is an illiquid investment. Now, um, investors are getting more sophisticated. So they are looking for more opportunities to invest, to grow their wealth. So both Astra and Altrum, the products that we have right now, they are uniquely developed to help investors have more easily access investments in private equity. So you see, that's how our mandate comes in. Our mandate is to broaden private equity access to a wider investor group, including individuals. Right. Jinjie, could you run me through the PE bond structure? How, how does it work? And um, bearing in mind that there are no visual aids for our listeners, could you explain this to us, say, um, from the very top and as simply as you can? Okay. Um, the extra PE bonds are firstly innovative fixed income instruments, and they are based on diversified portfolios of PE funds. So from the bondholder's perspective, it is just like other corporate bonds in the market where if you are the bondholder, you lend money to the bond issuer for a certain period of time and receive regular coupons and you get back your principal at maturity. What differentiates our PE bonds though is that the source of cash used to pay coupons and principal at maturity. For corporate bonds, firstly, the, the coupons and principal repayment is supported by cash generated from the business operations of the bond issuer. 
Right, so you mean like like the bonds that are issued by, say, Capital Land, which are basically supported by the cash that they receive from their real estate business? Yes, yes, yes. And in the case of Astra private equity bonds, the cash comes from a portfolio of private equity funds. So that's the key difference. Now, let me explain a bit more. For each Astra, Azalea buys a portfolio of many private equity funds. It then issues the Astra private equity bonds to help fund this purchase. Each private equity fund in the Astra portfolio, they would have their own investments in many underlying companies. So when these funds sell these underlying companies, cash is generated from the portfolio and this cash is used to pay coupons and repay principal of the Astra bonds. So essentially, when you're buying an Astra PE bond, you gain exposure to private equity which is something that retail investors weren't able to do previously. Right. And so my next point is that, well, like you said, it's not very accessible. So not everyone is familiar with private equity. Can you describe a bit more about you know, what it refers to or perhaps some examples that we can easily relate to? Um, let me ask you this, Sarah. How do you usually commute to the office? Um, well, I take the MRT. Okay, right, right. I also take the MRT. But okay, let's say you need to <laughs> get somewhere urgently and the MRT is not available or it isn't too convenient at that point in time. Okay, well, um, in that case, then I would use Grab because it's Grab. essentially okay, the most yes. convenient way. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, Grab is quite a common way to commute around in Singapore. Now, I see a coffee on your desk. Where do you buy that coffee from? Right, you mean this one? Um, Joe and the Juice. Joe and the Juice, right. Okay. Um, and last question. Do you know who Conor McGregor is? Uh, yeah, the UFC fighter, right? Yes, the very dominant UFC fighter. Greg, Joe and the Juice, UFC. These are all names that a lot of people know. And these are all examples of private equity-owned companies, actually. So people are generally less familiar with how private equity works, but it is actually very common in our daily lives. Well, private equity... In general, it, it refers to investments in private companies. Moving on to private equity funds, they are managed by private equity managers known as general partners or in short GPs. And if you invest in a private equity fund, you are known as a limited partner or LP. So what the GP does is they, they, they strive to make operational improvements in the investment that it makes and create value for these investments, for these companies before selling them from a, for, a, for a profit after a certain holding period. And these profits are distributed back to the LPs who had put money invested in the private equity fund. Um, we see a variety of strategies that these managers employ to generate their returns. And some of these strategies include buyouts, growth equity, venture capital. In the case of the Astra portfolios, the a portfolio comprised predominantly the buyout strategy. Cool. So the thing about um, private equity is that when people think about it, they usually think, ah, you know, it, it's rather risky, but if there are returns, then, you know, hopefully or typically they are rather high. But you see, the thing is that people think about PE from the perspective of them investing in the actual equity of the PE firm. So how should we look at it now that we're dealing with PE bonds and not you know, the equity itself. Yes, there are risks when an LP invests in the equity of the PE fund. So um, that's when you are 
buying the equity. But unlike if you are the LP, the Astra investors, if, if you buy an Astra PE bond, you are not holding equity. So you are gaining exposure to private equity, but it is through a fixed income bond. So uh, you're comparing equity and bond. We are looking at very different risk reward profiles here. Mm-hmm. So some cynics, and when I say some cynics, I mean I actually have um, firsthand heard of this question. <laughs> so some cynics may say that you know for the risk that they're taking on when it comes to PE, they aren't being compensated enough. What are your thoughts? I, I believe this would go back to what you were saying previously mm. about you know the risk reward profile. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Astra investors are not investing in the equity of uh, private equity, as I mentioned. They are actually buying bonds. Um, Astra PE bonds, they come with a conservative structure. They come with structural safeguards that mitigate the risk, the downside risk. And these structural safeguards ensure timely payments of interest and principal. With, with all this in mind, the Astro bonds are actually investment-grade bonds. And in Singapore, you don't find that many bonds that are even rated. Um, and, and with this, right, when you invest in a private equity bond, you're getting interest rates that are determined by the market. It's determined through a book-building process that uh, that was participated by institutions. So, Junjie, if I refer to your latest issue, which is the Astro 5, um. So I, I got these numbers from um, your latest annual report. But I noticed that the funds, they are basically okay invested in 38 PE funds, which are then managed by 32 different um, general partners. And from there on, they invest into 863 mm. underlying investee companies. Um, I think you also refer to this as your portfolio companies. Mm. Um, could you walk me through some of the more notable uh, companies, like where are they situated, say, geographically, and um, what industries do they operate in? Yeah, as you rightly pointed out, the Astra 5 portfolio is indeed very diversified. The portfolio comprises 38 funds that invest across different regions, the US, the Europe, Asia. And at issuance of the bonds, the funds had 863 underlying portfolio companies, and they are invested across multiple sectors. And there are, there are so many interesting companies in these portfolios. Um, okay, maybe I'll bring out one example. One of them is a company called Trainline. It is actually a mobile app where you can buy train tickets in Europe. So when you travel to Europe, you need to get around, you need to get, a, get on a train, just whip out your phone and you can buy a train ticket. So you no longer need to queue up to buy train tickets at the station, like how you do traditionally. And you can just board the train directly. So this company was acquired by KKR in 2015 and under its ownership, KKR improved the company's financial performance by streamlining costs, accelerating growth and expand into international market through acquisitions. And they did a lot of work to enhance the platform and enhance user experience using the app. Um, and after a few years, KKR listed the company on the London Stock Exchange that happened in June 2019. And they fully exited its in position in this company in November of the same year. So this is, I guess, an interesting company that speaks to anyone who have traveled to Europe and perhaps have used this mobile app. Um, well, of course, it's not all success stories. Um, we do see some company failures, for example the Canada-based circus operator Cirque du Soleil. 
It was owned by a US buyout firm since 2015. And as everyone knows, in 2020, when the COVID-19 pandemic hit, it forced this um, Cirque du Soleil to close its shows around the world. And with that, the company actually fought for bankruptcy protection last year. So uh, we do have such, you know, examples of failures in the portfolio. And that's why we emphasize so much on diversification. We helps mitigate the risk of loss of any one company that we see in the portfolio. Um, and what happens along um, the way? if, say, one of the underlying investing companies run into huge financial trouble. So I guess, relating back to what you were speaking about um, for Cirque du Soleil, uh, you know, if let's say they have a corporate governance scandal, which seems to be popping up every other day for quite a lot of companies, um, or, you know, you know, some of these companies, they have changed their business model into something that, say, you're just no longer keen on. It's no, lo- mm. it no longer fits within your investment strategy. And say, you know, should any of these things happen, you want to divest from it, um... What do you do? And has that happened before? Mm, well, I just mentioned about Cirque du Soleil. Um, so it is a company in a fund. A private equity fund can have 20 to 30 companies, for example, in their portfolio. And when the fund has one of them that goes bankrupt or face issues, it actually has all these other companies in, still in the portfolio. And at the Astral level, right, we invest in more than 30 funds. So if you add up all these funds and all the companies they have together, that's hundreds of companies. So that's um, very that's a lot of diversification you are looking at. And as a result, the failure of any one company is mitigated. It is also important to invest in quality funds. So where we, we, we select and we focus on managers that are experienced and have strong track records. So some of the P funds, um, if we were to look back in the P funds in our Astra portfolios that went through the global financial crisis of 2008-2009, they actually fed relatively well despite the downturn in the market. So selection of quality managers, it's important. Okay, Junjie, before we wrap up, um, if there is, say, one thing that you can clarify or you want you know you want to tell people about the Astro bonds? Mm. What would that be? I actually have three things that I want to talk about. Okay. okay? <laughs> yes, definitely. Go ahead. Yeah, actually, three things. Um, firstly, these are bonds. They are not direct PE equity investments. So you are looking at very different risk reward profiles here. Secondly, they are not guaranteed by Tamasic, Azalea, or anyone else. And lastly. If you are looking to grow or diversify your portfolio into bonds, but with a unique exposure to private equity, do consider these bonds. Great. Those are some really important pointers. Um, the part about Tamasic, especially, I feel like sometimes it's very easy to um, misread or to misinterpret that, you know, so long as the word Tamasic is in a profile description of an issuer, then it's implied that Tamasic is going to guarantee the bond or guaranteeing something within this process. While I think, you know, it's important to understand the story behind an investment, it's important to understand the, the background of the issuer, it's also just as important to understand the structure of the investment and what you are really putting your money towards. Mm. So with that, thank you Junjie for taking the time to share with us about the unique structure of the Escher bonds and for helping to make bonds you know, more accessible for retail investors. 
it is my pleasure, Sarah, and I'm more than happy to share about Astro Private Equity Bonds with your listeners. This episode was brought to you by Bond Supermart. I'm Sarah Chia, and our guest speaker with us today is Lim Junjie, Associate Director with Azela Investment Management. Follow Bond Supermart on Twitter, Facebook, and Telegram to get first-hand updates on new bond issues, credit updates, and special events. For bond information and articles, visit our website, bondsupermart.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. Thank you.